You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning listeners, welcome to Top of the Morning by Mint. Your weekday newscast that brings you five major stories from the world of business. It's Friday, February 16th, 2024. My name is Nelson John. Let's get started. Top of the Morning by Mint. Thursday was marked by choppy trading in the markets. Indian benchmark indices Sensex and Nifty climbed sharply towards the closing time to end higher. At close, both Sensex and Nifty were up by 0.32%. Across sectors, PSU Bank and oil and gas indices ended as leaders of the charts. In a step many are saying will strengthen Indian democracy, the Supreme Court struck down the government's electoral bond scheme on Wednesday. The landmark decision landed weeks before the upcoming Lok Sabha elections. It could prove crucial for political parties across the board because electoral bonds have become a major source of funding for parties, especially the BJP. A five-judge constitution bench led by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachu unanimously adjudged the scheme unconstitutional. The court saw the electoral bond scheme as a violation of the rights to information. The court also ordered State Bank of India, the sole issuer of these bonds, to submit the details of all such bonds purchased since April 2019. This is a big deal because the donors of the bonds are unknown till date. The Election Commission of India has been asked to publish the details on its website by 13th of March. Chief Justice Chandrachu spoke about the possibility of quid pro quo arrangements because of the nexus between money and politics. Attrition among junior employees in banks stand at a staggering 60%. Bankers are referring to this phenomenon as infant mortality. To counter surging attrition levels, private banks including ICICI, HDFC and Axis have arrived at an informal no poaching agreement. This agreement however is only for junior employees. Senior executives in these banks told Mint senior editor Gopika Gopakumar and careers correspondent Devina Sen Gupta that they won't be hiring candidates from rival banks with less than 2 years of experience. What's interesting is that no poaching agreements may not be legal under Indian law. And will the banks that are part of this agreement be able to legally enforce this decision? India's state-run telecom company Bharat Sanchar Nigam Limited or BSNL is struggling to launch its 4G services. This is at a time when network providers like Reliance Jio, Bharti Airtel have already started Pan India 5G services. BSNL's plan to launch 4G services is getting pushed to December this year. The company's management told its employees union that this was due to a delay by its vendor Tata Consultancy Services. which is responsible for installing the equipment mint's telecom correspondent kulveen olak reports that the employees union has written to union telecom minister ashwini vaishnav urging the government to use the 4g network infrastructure of vodafone idea the government of india is the majority stakeholder in vodafone idea this measure the employees union said could help psnl stop the exodus of customers and turn the business around financially There is trouble in paradise or at least its farmers think so. Muhammad Ashraf Khan has been a saffron farmer in Kashmir for over 40 years. He could only harvest about half of what he usually gets in a season. 
The harvesting season for him typically starts with the advent of winter, but till late in the season, Khan had no yield. He eventually harvested only about 50% of what he normally gets. He's not only the one suffering. Kashmiri farmers are blaming climate change for the lack of rains and snow, which happen to be the essential elements for their crops. The saffron crop requires intermittent showers between August and September, but last year the valley went through a dry spell. According to the government data, total land use for saffron farming has reduced by close to 35% over the last 25 years. Climate change is working a double blow to the already shrinking 300 crore rupee saffron industry. It's not just the saffron farmers that are suffering because of the rising mercury. Kashmir's other crops such as apple, cherry and plum have also been affected. Independent journalist Irfan Amin Malik brings you a detailed account of the plight of Kashmiri farmers. Urbanization in India is on a boom. Rapidly expanding cities and an even rapid expansion of the middle class is leading to real estate developers entering new markets. Cities like Hyderabad, Pune, Bengaluru and Gurugram are attracting these developers due to their robust sales. This week, Mumbai's Godrej Properties announced its acquisition of a 12.5-acre plot in Hyderabad's Rajendra Nagar for a premium residential project, signaling its Hyderabad market debut. Meanwhile, Sriram Properties is expanding beyond its traditional South Indian base into Pune. Mint's Madhurima Nandi, who reports on real estate, writes about how the pan-India expansion of urban agglomerations is opening up the field for real estate players from across the country and letting them enter uncharted territories. You may send us your feedback, tips or anything that you feel we should be covering from your vantage point in the world of business and finance. You can write to us at feedback at the rate That's all for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode of Top of the Morning. Have a nice day. Top of the Morning by Mint.